All right, welcome back, everybody. Today we got a wicked special guest, uh, resident MMA expert, former co-worker, friend, colleague, and overall great guy. We got Max Gorm on the pod. Well, thank you, Jack. Thank you for having me. It's our, my, <laughs> I was going to say our pleasure. It is our pleasure, but it's also my pleasure to have you. So you're just saying you were in Golden, Colorado, and now you're sipping on some chorus lights. What was, what was that like? Well, there's this massive gray building in Golden, Colorado. And I'm like, what's ruining this beautiful city? And it's the Coors Light building. <laughs> it's where they produce all the Coors Lights. We saw a bunch of signs. I put two and two together. You go in the factory, you get a tour at all? We didn't get a tour, but it's like the largest building I've ever seen without windows. Really? No windows. No windows. Dude, what a... <laughs> What's been going on out in Colorado? I, uh, all I've been hearing these past couple of weeks is how great it is, and all I wanted to do is check it out. It's pretty nice out here. It's, uh, it's been like 75 and sunny this week, so it's been nice. So what have you been up to? I've been doing a lot of hiking. We've been going to the lake, the water. It's from the mountains, so it's 40 degrees, not a lot of swimming. <laughs> you go in the water at all? We, we've, like, dipped in, but... It, it's like painful, so you don't want to stay there. Yeah. I got you. So you don't want to stay in the water. Okay. What else have you been doing? Well, I've been planning my trip to Africa. I'm going to Zambia for three weeks. When? Holy shit. You're going to Africa, bro? Yeah, the, the week after finals. <laughs> when are your finals? Pretty soon? So finals happen, and then... My parents come in the 23rd, my dad leaves, and I fly to Zambia the same night. What are you doing in Africa, bro? Just chilling. Just hanging out. Just hanging out? You couldn't just hang out at home? You want to hang out in Africa? No, a family friend uh, invited me because their elderly dad is going, and they want someone to fly with them. Ah, okay. So I'm just going out there, and then I'm going to camp for a week. Go on safaris for a week and then uh, travel on my own for a week. Really? Yeah. It's going to. How, how are you going to travel on your own? Well, they got these big waterfalls called the Victoria Waterfalls in Zambia. And they're like the most beautiful in the world. So I'll probably just take like a bush plane there, bush plane back, and then fly out of Zambia. What's the situation with money? I feel like a couple hundred bucks is going to get me a far away. It's only, uh, it's like 1300 for the full travel, which is less than I thought. That's not bad at all. It's like four days travel. <laughs> that's, that's pretty low. Yeah. I, I feel, I feel like money's going to go a long way in Zambia. I'll bring a few hundred bucks. You know, <laughs> give good tips. What about, uh, what about like buying shit? What is, is there, do you know the exchange rate at all? Or do they take us cash? What's the situation? I don't really know. Uh, I'm kind of just figuring it out as, the, as I go. I don't want to, I don't want to know everything when I get there. You're just going to wing it. Yeah. Respect. I would never do that. Never in a trillion years. 
we're stopping a we're stopping in Ethiopia on the way there. It's gonna be a good time. <laughs> what are you gonna do in Ethiopia, bro? Oh, I don't know what's going on. I just said yes, and and then I get back, and then two days pass, and CSU Mountain Campus starts. What is CSU Mount Mountain Campus? They have all these big ass cabins. Well, not big ass cabins. They have these cabins in the woods, uh, four person cabins. And they hold classes up there, and I have a five-credit course in four weeks. So really? It's like four mini courses in a month. That's you lit. Go up, you go up there, no Wi-Fi, no streaming, and you just do school for a month and come back. It's like at 9,000 elevation. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so where, where in Colorado is that? It's uh, two hours into the Rockies from where we are, so two hours west. Damn, that's deep. It's in the middle of the Rockies. It's 9,000 feet up and in the middle of the valley. What courses are you going to be taking there? It's like field courses, uh, plant identification, forest land management, ecological management, and then like uh, field survival, which is the one I'm looking forward to. Figure out how to hunt eat and survive in the woods do you feel like you're going to be prepared for that better because of your trip to africa oh i feel like i'm going to drop 20 pounds bro no beer no snacks for (laughs) months i feel like that's the cut i need (laughs) yeah you're going to be cutting but you're going to but you're going to be in fighting shape for wrestling i feel like that's going to give you the mental edge you need yeah yeah, I've been messing dudes up this semester. The striking and the grappling has just been going together. It's been mean. Break that down for me. So are you just you go to your classes during the day and then you go to a gym at night. What's uh, what's the deal there? So I just I live five minutes from the CSU Rec Center, Colorado State, for those listening. And uh, hell yeah, it's a great gym, basketball courts, whatever any other gym has. And they got a mat room with like four heavy bags. And I just go and wrestle buddies. I got a group chat of like 50 people who wrestle. So there's always someone. I got a big group chat of boxers. So there's a big boxing group chat. And I kick all their asses. Are you uh, are you the big fish in a like medium-sized pond, big pond, small pond? Not, so, not sure how big the pond is, but I'm sure it's mine. <laughs> what do you uh, like? Oh, shit. The knuckles, man, they're bruised. Yeah, all a little scraped up bruised, but uh, I look pretty good. The other guy doesn't. <laughs> what uh, what's your go-to for your grappling and your striking? So, I'm about even everywhere with a specialty in jujitsu. So I'll I'll throw a one-two-one. Their hands will go up, and I'll pull their legs out from underneath them or I'll just trip them. Trips are easier than takedowns. You were telling me your, uh, your surgery, man. Uh, you didn't want to get punched in the face. Is that all squared away now? Like, are you golden? Enough time has passed. I forgot how much the nose surgery hurts and now I'm okay with getting punched in the face. Ah, uh, okay. That's they, dope. They said it's as strong as a normal nose and I got mediocre head movement. So I got bopped in the nose good yesterday, but I ate it. <laughs> you just eat it? Yeah. It, 
you, you always need a couple, but it's fun. The grappling just hurts because you get thrown a lot. Yeah, how are you doing throwing dudes around? What weight are you at right now? So I walk around like around 190, 185. Uh, compete 185 or 180. 180 is what I like because I got to be real fit to do it. So it makes me train harder. Right. But, uh, I went to wrestling club this semester for most of the semester. And the first day I showed up and kicked everyone's ass under 185. <laughs> I beat, I so. You'd be bullying those kids. I beat the school's 185 or the first day. It's, it's only a club. It's not a real D1 team or whatever. But. And when you do the tournaments, you drive out there. What do you, how do you do that? The jiu-jitsu tournaments, they're a big pain in the ass. Uh, the weigh-ins are usually the day of, like an hour before you compete. So there's not much of a cut. It's more just diet. And I've had to drive between 20 minutes and four hours for them. And you don't really know who you're up against till you get there. I saw a bracket once. It was me and two other guys. The other guys turned out to be a pro MMA fighter, eight and two. And the other guy was clearly on steroids. So that was one of the hardest competitions I've been in. How did that go? I beat the pro. Oh, that's the best fight I ever have. It's on my Instagram. And I lost to the steroid boy on points. No one subbed me. <laughs> How did you know he was on steroids? Um, I looked up his Instagram before the match, and he had a post that said just or up 30 pounds in just under a month, and he had abs. He's also like 29. That's not a bulking phase. <laughs> it's fucking huge. Do you think there's a lot of juicers in the, uh, the MMA community? I think, I think most guys in the UFC. Michael Chandler fighting – uh fighting this next pay-per-view clearly on steroids but how do you know that though i would just feel i would feel like such a piece of shit just assuming these guys are on the juice it's it's not nice to assume but michael chandler has eight abs that are bigger than his forehead so pretty sure he's got that sarms belly going <laughs> sarms dude i don't the sarms fuck up your shit uh, just from what I've heard, I don't know. I don't know what you've heard, but I've just heard they like they just make you have like AIDS or something. They just they just fuck up your shit. Yeah, I'm not. I I'm just staying away from all that stuff till I'm done competing because that's mean. But there's some kids who do MMA and do juice, and they get drastically bigger. And getting stronger and faster does make you better. Yeah, but, true. They all have shitty technique because they're the kids that half-ass. I would feel like, I don't know, I'd be able to enjoy it as much, but I just feel like I you can get just as shredded, like just creatine and just diet. And um, I'm going to hop on some creatine this summer. Yo, Max, those are twist-offs. Dude, any, anything domestic is a twist-off pretty much. But I got these shotgun tools on Amazon. <laughs> you didn't buy it from Nelk, bro? That's fucked up. <laughs> I love Nelk, bro. I love Nelk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nelk, I, 
watched one of their videos recently and um we've talked this is a not an anti-nelk podcast but it has come up a lot and um it was it was it was an experience i'll tell you that yeah (laughs) it was interesting what they've uh what they've done i'm watching it every other episode is about bigfoot (laughs) i i've never thought the bigfoot ones are funny i don't know about you yeah, let's get this guy who's clearly not disabled to act disabled and act like he can't hear anything. Yeah, viewers are going to love that. I, uh, But the thing that bothers me the most, and uh, let me know if you agree, but like one of their last videos, the thumbnail is playing Caitlyn Jenner in golf uh, <laughs> for a FaceTime with, what's her name? Kim uh, K. Yeah, Kim K. And the video is like 28 minutes long, 30 minutes long. And it's six sections, six five-minute sections. And only the last five minutes is playing golf with with Caitlyn Jenner. The rest of the video is just bullshit that they've done. Yeah. I feel like they're, they're doing, they're trying too hard. Yeah, but people love it, man. They, they, people just eat their shit up yeah the the clothing brands like they're just they're just trying to sell shit it's every episode it starts with a five minute intro on how you should pay them extra money and it's it's like it's a youtube channel i've never bought merch from a youtuber probably won't and it's just like five minutes every episode of them asking for money i uh what am i about the boot what I I did buy a boot, which I I will never regret buying the boot. But one of my fraternity brothers was like, "Bro, I used to buy something off every drop," and I'm like, "That's fucking pathetic." Yeah, limited stock of ten thousand each. Yeah, they do say the limited stock, but I I'm I'd be shocked if it isn't a like print on demand, but they only keep it open for five minutes or so. Yeah, and then just close it. I got a good memory of when Nelk was good. I was touring Colorado State where I now go. And there was a shirt that said Bradley Martin sold me drugs. And that was very funny. And I just started laughing at the sight of it. And the guy thought I was weird, but (laughs) that was funny. Yeah. What are the vibes on campus at Colorado State? I'm the only non-hippie. You're kind of a hippie. No, dude. Uh, I don't. I don't know the first thing about plants, and all my friends love plants. <laughs> like what kind guy, of plant? What kind of plants are we talking? I don't know. I don't know any of the plants. I know dandelions. That's about it. But, uh, Why are they into plants? I think plants are boring as shit. <laughs> yeah, who, I I don't understand why plants though. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. I got the plants are just too much. It's the guys, bro. Like my roommate, he has like an indoor greenhouse in his room. That's like a third his room. I love, I love Will. His name's Will. I love him. Shout out Will. But he's got a lot of plants, and that's just a new thing to me. That's it's the biggest difference. It's the guys are a lot more hippie out here than back home. Like hippie how though? Just besides being into plants, you'd like Will. He's into 
Pink Floyd a lot. He's got a big Pink Floyd poster on his wall. Shout out Will. I mean, and shout out Pink <laughs> Floyd. Dude, I, I, when you first started talking about plants, I thought you were talking about like a little bit of that, like that, uh, that well, one plant. Don't want to incriminate anyone, but uh, there's that too. A uh, lot, lot of, a lot of, everyone, a lot of wacky tobacco. Yeah, everyone here smokes. Uh, everyone knows someone with a medical card, and you can get 28 grams for 26 bucks. And what? Yeah, it's 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 called Shake. It's like the pre ground up weed, but you can get 28 grams for 26 bucks, and that's a little ridiculous. Oh, so you have to put it through a grinder when you after you buy it? No, no, it comes ground up, and oh, it's 28 grams, 26 dollars. Dude, what? And that's only the deal at the closest dispensary. I don't know any of the other deals, but it's pretty ridiculous out here. Dude, why am I getting charged 127 for a gram? <laughs> Bro, they're just like, like hey, I just pull up and they're like 127 a G. <laughs> I remember Paul Grow, rest in peace. Um, <laughs> I would only give him $1 bills. <laughs> Bro, I uh, I wish I had more weed stories. I really don't, though. Well, there, there's not many stories with them. That's why. Yeah, it's it's a lot less story drug than alcohol. They gotta legalize it, bro. I was talking to my Uber driver, and his son is a veteran of Iraq, and he can't even buy like he can buy beer and just become a drunk, angry, alcoholic mess, but he can't buy a joint and just watch a movie in florida unless he gets a medical card which is pain in the ass yeah yeah it's it should just be legal everywhere i think it's funny how florida is against it it's legal back home yeah it's not the same though because legal in colorado half the stores bordering campus are weed shops and that creates immense competition and that ends up 28 grams for six or 26 dollars that's the real deal i've seen that was a real deal what's uh is it like that in boulder boulder's pretty much the same as here uh boulder's just more expensive to live really yeah uh their school was like 50 grand a year the school csu is like at most 40 but they're very generous to out-of-state students with scholarships so i'm paying like 30 that's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it out here. I've never regretted my school once. I'm glad. Dude, well, I'm stoked for you. What uh, what do you love the most about it? I like being away from everyone I knew. That was that was a fun experience. High school yeah. was cool, but it wasn't like fun for me. So it was nice just going in the middle of nowhere, meeting everyone new. Yeah. And- Whereas Massachusetts has too much laws, this place has no laws. <laughs> so it was a good I office. feel the same way. Yeah. Massachusetts, it's just Massachusetts, it's too much. <laughs> I don't know. I like I miss it a lot. I miss a lot of it, but I, I just miss I don't even know if I miss the, the state as much as I miss just having money in my pocket and my parents cooking waiting for me every night. Yeah uh do you miss the environment much i miss the seasons i miss fall the most 
winter is like hit or miss because it was kind of a gross winter this winter but and i wasn't even there for a lot of it but i do miss fall a lot i've decided after school i want to go back to new england or look around there's one big thing i failed to think of when i went to colorado i missed the goddamn ocean that shit's the prettiest thing in the world I'm I'm as far away from the ocean as you can basically get right now. Northern yeah, Colorado. <laughs> are you a lakes guy or you you big ocean guy? I love lakes, but oceans are way better. No, they're not. I bro, lakes are superior. Lakes like you can have a great lake day and just uh, you don't got to deal with the salt water in your engine. You don't got to deal with any of that bullshit. You don't got to deal with cops or anything. And if it's a small lake, you don't got to deal with anything. Versus on the ocean, you're, you're at the mercy of a lot of little bullshit. We were open carrying in Westport till people told us to wise up. <laughs> what? Me and we you? Were, oh, yeah. People were telling us to... Was that... Did we get stopped by the cops for that? No, it was just a friendly folk, but... He's like, you guys are about to get stopped by the cops. Oh, okay. I do, Actually, yeah, I do remember that. That's crazy. I was drinking the whole day that day, though. I think your perspective on lakes is skewered, though, because you live near ocean and there's ocean people. The uh, lakes here are totally developed all the way around the lake, every lake, because there's no ocean. So all the ocean people become lake people. Uh, I guess you're right. Maybe I am an ocean. Maybe I'm a closeted ocean person just because. <laughs> the closet of love in the ocean. Yeah, just because the, the beaches here are so nice. and A beach day in Colorado is like six inches of gravelly sand and then gravelly lake there's got to be some pale ass women there well our summer's along it didn't it didn't rain from uh september to december last year really so that means it was sunny out (laughs) oh a lot of time it'll rain for like 15 minutes here because of the humidity and it'll just stop it's gross out right now there was some lightning going on but Nothing crazy. We got 0% humidity. That's nice. Oh, my God. That's golden. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very nice difference because you do get dehydrated quickly. Alcohol affects you faster here. <laughs> Everyone learns that their first week. Um, you were telling me this. It, it doesn't matter if you go back for like a month. Your first time in Colorado, you get slammed. I don't because of the elevation, but science behind it, I don't know. What's this? Yeah, what's the science? Is your blood just thinner? Is there just more, less oxygen in it? Something like that. The oxygen in your, in your blood might be thinner. Maybe low key. Well, because I donated blood, and the second time I donated red blood cells, I didn't drink. But the first time I just donated straight up blood, I had two beers. Felt like I had like ten beers. They just hit me so fast. I was buzzing. Freshman year, I was 21, by the way, um, I was gifted a pack of, a six pack of seltzers and six pack of seltzers. I looked at it and I was like frowny faced because six pack is usually not enough right. for one solo, but I shared it with two others and I think I had the majority of three <laughs> and it was a full... It was a full night's drinking in like half an hour. <laughs> Jack, by the way, 
What's the six pack with Jack rule? I haven't seen you drink once. Oh, I'm off the wagon, bro. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm off the booze until the end of the semester. I'm walking in. I know I let you down. No, no, that's cool. Uh, is there a reason behind it at all? Uh, it just was like, I was just blacking out all the time. So I was, I'm done with it for, and I, also finals coming up. I, uh, I just, and I think, I don't know, I got a lot of stuff going on um which is nonsense i gotta get my job lined up gotta get friends family figured out and <laughs> myself first and foremost there's just a lot of stuff rattling around in the dome and alcohol is not going to help i had i was sober for two weeks and then i went to the uh, kenny chesney concert and then i had like five beers there and then I've been sober for a week now, and then next week I'm, I'm I'll be out of here. Last final on Friday, I'll probably be sleeping on a bare mattress, and then go watch Mike race. That's awesome. So you you visiting Mike after school? Yeah, I'm uh I'm going up to Virginia to watch Mike race. We're meeting there, uh, meeting my folks there. I think we're in Richmond, so I, I'd like to check them out. Uh, yeah. I think it's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, I've been seeing Mike on the Instagram. Proud of that kid. Very proud I, of Mike. Mike, uh, Mike's an all-star. Yeah, in high school, I, I only did it for one year, but cross-country, I'm like, oh, he's pretty good. He's real nice guy, pretty good at running. And I'm like, oh, wait, he's really, really good at running. <laughs> I, I sl- slept on it for a long time until um, I, tried, I tried working out with him a couple times, and he destroyed me. No, he, what was his biggest accomplishment? He did something cool this past few weeks. Uh, oh, it, I, I, I have it on Twitter. He was like number one for steeplechase in the school or something like that. I'll find it in a the second. School's history. He broke the record. Or yeah. Something. He, uh, that's pretty crazy. That, that event is crazy in itself just because you have all those barriers you're jumping over for a couple miles and then the one has water. So your feet get wet and then you're just kind of miserable. Uh, I would just, I would not appreciate that. But so I give him big ups. Well, I know you very well. I know him pretty well. I assume he's got the same grit gene that you got. And that makes him be able to run through the water. So gritty. Yeah. Are you, okay, top five all time UMass steeplechase. And it's (laughs) him going like, it's just a video of him pounding his chest going like slat. But yeah, um, big. Uh, I think he's gonna crush it this next weekend. We got a week from pretty much today. Uh, That's awesome. I, I'm geeking about finals. Do you? Oh, by the way, I have a question for you. You drink coffee? Are you like a are you a caffeine guy? So I drink zero coffee and tea. If I have to cram for an exam, a bang energy in five strong hours is what I do. Got you. Occasional Red Bull, but bang energies for extreme study sessions. And it's my new pre-workout. I don't do any scooping. I feel like that stuff's got too much chemicals. And uh, bang energy lies to me about how many chemicals are in it. So <laughs> I drink bang energies now. Yeah, and their CEO where it's like a chain and shit. Dude, so. Colby Covington. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If anything that's good enough for Colby Covington is good enough for me. I'm such a Colby supporter. I use my bookie and drink book or bang energy. Yeah, is 
is the Barstool Sportsbook out there? I think Massachusetts just passed legal sports betting. Last night was legalized, so Colorado is legalized. Uh, I still have to wait a year to figure out my account. Oh, because you got to be um, – well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't um, – I was on approach, approached on campus a couple times by people trying to get sports betting legalized in Florida. I think it should be. It's not like a crazy – like I think – Everybody has, uh, and I was talking to my uncle about this, who's been sober for like 11 years now. Like there are people, there's so many vices out there. And I think probably the least harmful vices would be not cigarettes, but if you're just vaping instead of doing like crack, that's one. Two would be pot. And then three would be um, gambling. Like there are guys that my boss knew in AA that, he, my boss is telling me, yeah, he wouldn't drink, but he just like once in a while would just go to the casino and just gamble. <laughs> like, he wouldn't drink, just gamble because he's mad. I honestly, like if I had to give up booze for the rest of my life and just gamble on sports, I think I'd be okay with that. Oh. Last weekend, 127.50. Oh, no way. The, my, the, my bookie account had $14 balance. And I won 27. Wow, dude, you're rolling. Started off the night. Mike Jackson by knockout, submission, or disqualification. The other guy fouls him three times in three minutes. I start off $1 to win 12. Let's go. Dude, you didn't want to toss 10 bucks on that? Well, it was 1 to 12 odds, and my guy won by disqualification. (laughs) That's crazy, man. Because... He sucked. His record was 0-1 because he beat CM Punk, but that got taken away because he got caught smoking weed. Real big penalty. But his official record was 0-1 versus a 5-1 guy. I'm like, well, both these guys suck. 1-12 is the chance of a disqualification. I'll take the odds. And I took them. <laughs> That's unbelievable. That you, Dude, you should be working for these, uh, these fake gamblers on Instagram. I love the fake gambling accounts. I get so many out per week because I follow a couple. <laughs> there, there are some scumbags out there that all they want to do is sell their picks. Never buy picks from anyone, ever. You're better off just making your own picks. The, I, I feel bad, so I stopped sending you and Tags picks because like three weeks in a row, they were all losers. But... My gambling, I haven't put in – I put in 100 bucks freshman year and haven't put in money since. I've withdrawn 100 twice. Nice, Max. Is this all like, – this all UFC my, bets? So occasional basketball Lakers – I didn't win on the Lakers this whole season. I, I went 0-10 and stopped. Um, so I, I hated the Lakers this year. Occasional Super Bowl bet on Tom Brady or whatever, but every UFC fight every week. <laughs> dude oh well you're the magic man then did you bet on um what is it have you oh have you watched that new show about the lakers on hbo i haven't actually I've dude you'd love it <laughs> yeah i heard jerry west is very mad at it i'm excited he's to see pissed. yeah he's pissed he um he's like portrayed as like this rage raging angry guy and day drinker and he was like not really happy about it. 
<laughs> gay drinker? Is that what you said? Day day drinker, yeah. Oh, I thought you said gay drinker. <laughs> no. <laughs> but just like drinking uh liquor drinks in the middle of the day, that kind of stuff. But besides I, I he's only shown to be like super angry the first maybe three episodes, and then the rest he just curses a lot. And I, I like I told you it's a twist off, bro. I was gonna see if you called me on it. Nah, I, I'm gonna call you on it every time. If it's if it's made in the USA or some parts of Canada, it depends on the beer. It's usually a twist off. But yeah, it's I really like the show. I think it's awesome. I'll, I'll, I will watch it. Yeah, I have to take a bunch of flying from here to Detroit, Detroit to Ethiopia, Ethiopia to Zambia. I gotta save a lot of shows. Definitely. Definitely. On the way back, we hit Amsterdam, so I hope we stay there overnight. Yeah, you're gonna hit the red light district. Maybe, uh, maybe get some prostitutes. Yeah, hit the last forty dollars in my bank account. <laughs> I still can't believe you're going to like why Africa and all the places and why you're just oh you're just are you gonna like hitchhike or you just because I've thought about hitchhiking before. So I was not the first pick for this trip. They asked all their cousins and all their family members, and then they asked family friends, and I said yes. I'm bringing my 85-year-old friend, George. Shout out, he's, George. He's an experienced traveler. We know him from family friends in Africa when my parents lived in Africa. They were neighbors. So he's an experienced traveler. He did Kilimanjaro within the past 10 years, so I'm not afraid at all. It's more just like helping an old guy through an airport. Yeah. And his son is the one that works out there. He works at the CDC, uh, US CDC, like malaria, whatever. And uh, be chilling with them for a week, camping with them for a week, and then safariing for a week. Are you worried about COVID at all? No. Uh, every one of my friends in Colorado has had COVID. Both my roommates have had it. My girlfriend's had it, and I've never got it. So I'm thinking I'm just got something that won't give it to me but are they uh are they like sus about it in africa or are they just not really so two shots in africa is like as advanced as they are so i'm ahead of that i got the booster so i'm ahead of all the things i need to be you got the booster max i thought you were a big anti-booster guy i don't really care it's i care less than people think (laughs) i don't care about most of the things Gotcha. Um, someone who I trust told me it was good, so I took it. That makes sense. I respect that. And I haven't had COVID, so. I uh, I saw on Twitter this woman was like, if you got the vaccine, you're weak. I don't date weak men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the vaccine, um, the second dose for the first shot, and the booster I got in a weight cuts for jujitsu competitions. And that fucked me up only the second time. I couldn't I, make I heard the second. second one was rough. Well, so the so I'm getting all over, but I had the first shot, no reaction. Second shot, no reaction. Booster shot, mid weight cut, had only had two granola bars that day. That messed me up. I had to boost up to the next weight class. I went four wins and one tie. Not too bad. No, not bad at all for coming off a booster. I got a goddamn bronze, though. I got, I'm got. i mad at that still. 
I Why tied you? that. So I, it was a fair tie. So ties, it's a tie, and then they pick a winner to continue. I was not picked. He had a takedown. I had a reversal. Understandably, I think he got the decision. I was this close to having so many more points because I almost reversed it into Mount. Mount oh. is four points. So we tied 2-2, but I was so close to four points. <sighs> Shit. I, I didn't train for that competition. I didn't run. Um, I didn't cut weight because COVID. <laughs> or I tried to and failed. And I went four wins, one tie. <laughs> Do you think um, training at a higher elevation gives you an advantage? Absolutely not, because everyone here has lived there the whole life, and I'm getting fucked. I'm a cardio fighter, so I go home, and it totally makes a difference. Out here, I'm the weakling. Gotcha. Because the people who compete in jiu-jitsu are 20-year-old fast kids and... 29-year-old strong men. Why do they do it? 29 They don't have, like, kids or shit? Well, that's why. Once you have kids, they don't do it. (laughs) Once you have real accomplishments, you don't care about novice jujitsu competitions. But uh, it's just the weirdest group of people because, like, the weight class above me is usually easier than the weight class I'm in because there's twice as many people in my weight oh okay last competition i did bad i it everything was going good good weight i was four pounds underweight which was maybe a mistake but uh four pounds underweight good training hard training going into it and i went one win two losses because the two dudes i fought were motherfuckers they both grimaced on my ankle lock my plan was ankle lock to victory yeah and they both grimaced hard on video and didn't tap oh man you should have gone just way harder with the ankle lock should just broke that shit i was trying to um arm bars people tap quicker because oh. well my i've only won three times because of submission i have eight wins via points three submissions all arm bars because arm bars are scary as shit Ankle locks, I thought were scary. I guess not. If you're grimacing and not tapping, it means it's not scary. What uh, What's going through your head when you're putting a motherfucker into an arm bar? Oh. Uh, I've been doing it for three years now. It's instinct. Today, I went against a less skilled opponent. He, I was like being nice to him. I threw up eight arm bars before he threw up a submission. And I do that because armbar wins. People don't tap to lighter submissions. You got to threaten their arm or choke them out. And choking is hard. Choking would be definitely be hard. I, um, I get, I, I'm like scared now. I, oh, Jack, you kill so many of these kids. I train them. It, it gives me the heebie jeebies. Like my arms are so long. Our arm, your arms are long too. How do you not get armbarred? I've only ever once been non-armbarred in competition. I got rear naked choked early in my competition, but it's because I was inexperienced. I've only I've been armbarred twice, rear naked choked once, lost on points four times. That's not a bad record. No, I'm I'm very good at wrestling. 
and very good at defense. So I almost I haven't lost via submission in two years. When are you going semi pro? So I'm I'm I am amateur. Pro, I won't ever be pro. I'm not good enough. Bro, what the heck? The pro guys don't say uh, that, bro. Well, if you want to make sixteen grand a year for the rest of your life, you go pro. <laughs> they Dana White actually fucks them. If you're not Conor McGregor, if you're not a elite fighter, you're getting fucked. So that's true. The uh, Dana White, his lowest content or uh, lowest contract, ten grand to show, ten grand to win. So if you win, you get twenty grand. You lose, you get ten grand. You get taxed on that. You have to pay your coaches. Coaches are almost always 25%, managers 10%, taxes 15%. You're going home with 50% of what that is. Damn. Bellator's minimum contract is 2,000 to show, 2,000 to win. Okay. So at least. So the UFC is five times better than the second best. Okay. One fighting championship based out of Singapore yesterday signed with Amazon Prime to be on Amazon Prime from now on. You're going to want to watch these motherfuckers. They have a better MMA division for the 125 and the 135 pound divisions. They have better than the UFC? MMA. Do you know who Demetrius Johnson is by chance? No. So he won 10 UFC belts. He goes over to one fighting championship. Fights the champion, gets knocked out in the second round. Oh, damn. Woo! He was the 125 and the 135-pound UFC champion. Gets knocked out in the second round by the 125-pound. One so why wouldn't those guys be in the UFC then? UFC is the best in the biz. They get paid so much more. Ben Askren was one fighting championship before he was UFC. He's probably the most famous guy. But it's based out of Singapore. That's why. It's a lot of the Asian fighters who are there. Ah, okay. I watched two Japanese guys fight for the 155-pound title. Have you ever seen that in the UFC? I have not. It was incredible. Uh, Sexy Yama was the champion's nickname. He's a 46-year-old. Looks absolutely yoked. And come on. If he's, four, if he's 46. Dude, that's crazy. How is he competing at such a high level? I'm not sure they do good steroid testing. They do do hydration testing, which is interesting. Mm. You can't cut weight. You weigh in your weight. Damn. Oh, so you have to actually, your piss has to be a certain color. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it was very interesting, though, because they look so much smaller than the UFC guys. They look two weight classes smaller in every division. Heavyweights are the same. Their heavyweight division sucks, though. What's going on with our uh, our Tritown favorite, Fabio? How's he doing? I love Fabio. His last performance was by far his best ever. Carlos Uleberg. Carlos Uleberg is Adesanya's main training partner. Trains at Card- or City Kickboxing in New Zealand. Unbelievable fighter. And Fabio did very well against him. Fabio, he didn't get taken down once. He attempted some takedowns. I think he got him down shortly, but didn't hold him down. And then a K1 kickboxer could not take out Fabio in three rounds. Very impressive. 
his first fight was kind of a fluke. Second fight, kind of a fluke. And his third one was a hard loss, but he did great in it. Dude, uh, I mean, he didn't throw a punch from what I remember is that he was not throwing like at all. He was gun shy against a kickboxing champion. And I would have been because the kickboxing champion had faster, cleaner punches, but the kickboxing champion had a cardio issue. And that's why Fabio was able to do so good because Fabio's cardio was better. You think uh, there's a way Fabio makes it back to the promotion? Because you sent me that tweet that he was done. So, yeah, I saw, I, I didn't know he was cut until I saw fighters cut from the UFC on Twitter. And his name was the most recent name. Uh, he, every fighter gets a three-fight contract to start. He went 0-3. That's bad. It's tough to stay after an 0-3. He, he's young in his career. He's like seven and five is his record. I, he went pro too early, I think. I think, or not pro too early, UFC too early. He, he was in a good spot before he went to the UFC. But fighting UFC caliber guys, you can't be doing it. No, it's tough. There's videos of him sparring with John Jones and John Jones didn't miss a strike. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> Are we going to see John Jones fight this year? So probably not, but he, he, he said September yesterday. He said him versus Stipe in September. Is that for interim or is that just uh, – and he's, he's a heavyweight now, isn't he? It'll probably be for the interim belt. Damn. And now he's not on the roids anymore, so he's not cutting all that weight off. So he's going to be a heavyweight? Yeah, uh, he'll do fine. I saw a video of him yesterday. He looked like a natural 255. Dude. His two brothers were in the NFL. Yeah. Chandler Jones is a Hall of Fame player. Chandler Jones is a stud. Was beating up John Jones every day as a little kid. That's crazy. (laughs) So, John Jones knows how to fight him. That is about as purebred as genetics can get, where you have two brothers in the NFL – and one probably the best UFC fighter ever. The best. Most title defenses by far. Yeah. It just so what ended up happening before his last fight? Like he fought or he defended his title for wicked long and then did he did he lose oh he lost it because he was a failed a drug test, right? I gotcha. So his past two fights were against Dominic Reyes, which was a close fight, and Thiago Santos, a close fight. Thiago was before Reyes. Neither of them are very special, honestly. Reyes was a failed NFL player. Thiago used to be a 185er. Neither of them are very special. Both are very high-level fighters, and John lost the first two rounds against both of them. He won subsequently the third, fourth, and fifth round against both of them, which won him the fight both times. He won on split decision both times. Not great when you're a champion winning on split decision. Right. Okay. He beat Reyes split decision, said he was going to fight Jan Blakovich. Jan Blakovich, motherfucker. But John Jones probably would have won. I'm looking on, I'm looking on Wikipedia right now. And his last three fights have all gone the distance. Yep. 
Anthony Smith was the previous one, right? Um, yeah, Anthony Smith. On oh, he dogged, he, he dogged Anthony Smith the whole fight, though. <laughs> 25 minutes of bitching. <laughs> it wasn't close a minute of it. He Well, he illegally need Anthony Smith in the third round, which was close. But besides that, it was a close fight. Okay. So in 2009, is the only strike on his record is from an illegal elbow. And then everything else is his wins until uh, 2017, where it was called a no contest because of um, steroids. Against who? Uh, DC. Yes. So after the fight, he tested positive. Yeah. And then. I think uh, that was actually cocaine, though. So it was weird. Oh, it might have been cocaine. Cocaine really performed. He was really like. That's how you know the athletes are great. If they're just railing blow and they're still going out there, you know, the next day, next two days and fucking people up and doing their jobs, that's a champion right there in my book. John Jones beat Alexander Gustafsson, known widely as the greatest fighter to never win a championship. John Jones went five rounds with him. One rounds, three, four, and five, John Jones classic. John Jones was partying the night before. Yeah. Of him partying. And he yeah, he had some party issues, bro. Yeah. All, well, a lot of his early fights were in, dude, look like a minute 32 seconds in the first round, minute 15, 14 seconds, 36 seconds. Like, look back. This is the most impressive thing of John Jones, besides his 14 title defenses. Kamar Usman has five, by the way. John Jones has 14. John Jones was 22 years old, two years older than us. Me, and me you're 21. You, 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 yeah. And so John Jones, 22 years old, fighting Marticia Rua, kickboxing legend, UFC champion. John Jones opens the fight with a flying knee at 22 years old. He Damn. was he was ready. He was not afraid. He knocks out the guy in the second round, I'm pretty sure. Who is this? Marticia Rua. It's it's a it's a hard name to spell. R-U-A, I think is the last name. Gotcha. Okay. He is fighting this next card. Fun fact. Oh, yeah. So let's get into that. So what is uh, – break us down this next card that's going to – this episode is going to come out um, on the Thursday before. So break this card down for us, residential UFC expert. Thank you, Jack. I will. Uh, <laughs> go to the bathroom for a minute. All right. We'll be right back after this. You okay. Wanna... We're, we're back. Quick piss break for the boys. UFC 274. Max, you got some locks for us? You got some uh, lock of chinos? So, you shouldn't bet if you're smart, but if you're not, Charles Oliver by finish is the easiest lock ever. But his last, like, 19 fights haven't gone the distance. If the over-under, depending on what app you bet on, is four and a half, bet the under so heavily. Charles Oliveira dropped first round of both last fights. One second round of both last fights. Pretty impressive. I, I I will never doubt Charles Oliveira again. He looks like the Grim Reaper walking out. Massive for the weight division. So lengthy. 
most submissions in the UFC, most performance of the night bonuses in the UFC and champion. I think he beats Gaethje by round two takedown submission. Now, Gaethje has, um, I think, the most finishes by knockout in the UFC or in his division, correct? Well, I don't know about that, but I know he's had nine fights and nine performance bonuses. Ooh. So he is an all-star, but against Khabib, he got taken down twice in two rounds. In the start of the second round, he got choked out. Oliveira has the same style as Khabib with better striking than Khabib. Got you. He did get mucked by um, Khabib. Gaethje, and I was on Fight Island, I think, in October. I'm pretty sure I had COVID. And that, that, yeah, that was with Khabib's head coach, his father. Dude, died. that was with the Nelk boys. <laughs> Khabib coach slash father died the month before. Yeah, I was fucked. And he still dog-walked Gaethje with a broken toe. Khabib had broken toes. Does uh, yo, does um, what's it called? Oh, I completely forget my question. But Rose and Tony are the the next two fights. Okay, what what matters more, like good wrestling or good striking? So you need wrestling good enough to stop the takedown if you want to be good at striking. Because if you can't stop the takedown, you have to become a grappler. You have to become a jiu-jitsu guy, really. But when I face guys with better striking, I take them down. When I face guys with better grappling, I stuff the takedown and strike them. It, it's not too complicated. It's what you're better at than they are. Okay. Well, Charles Oliveira, 19 submissions in the UFC. He has a 32-8 and eight record. He joined the UFC at 22. So he's, he's been in the UFC for 10 years. Gotcha. But he's on an 11-fight win streak. Really? When was his last fight? Uh, his last fight was against Chandler, where he got dropped in the first – no, Poirier. Poirier was his last fight. That's right. Poirier was beating him. Charles took him down, took his back, choked him out. Does it every fight. Damn, that's crazy. Charles is by far the best jujitsuist in the UFC. By far. Um, okay, so he has, yeah, he has the lightweight. Is he interim or is he the champion? Full champion. He won the belt. So Khabib retired. Chandler versus Oliveira for the belt. Oliveira wins. Oliveira versus Poirier for the belt. Oliveira wins. Oliveira versus Gaethje is this next weekend. Okay. So how is this the most competitive division, would you say? Lightweight? Historically, it has been. Right now, it might be 170 just because of Kamar Usman, Colby Covington, Hamzat Shemaev. There's not really a third guy in the 155. Like, you put... You put Tony Ferguson against Oliveira. We, it's already happened, actually. Oliveira won. You put Connor versus Oliveira. Oliveira just beat Poirier. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I'm. I, I I feel so gypped about that last Connor fight. I'm uh, like he's we all have we all had money on it. It was fun, but I just feel gypped. He's about to fight Kamar Usman. <laughs> Connor, you is he really? Yeah. 
Well, this summer, International Fight Week, July 3rd to July 7th. You think he's going to? So the big rumors out of the UFC first leaked by Chael Sonnen was they paid Leon Edwards his show and win money to skip a fight with Kamar Usman so Kamar could fight Connor. Dude, well, I mean, Connor's going to get fucking killed by that guy. I, I watched a Connor interview. He says he's slow to take his head off the center line and he's a punch first. I'm a counter puncher who kicks people who put their head on the center line. <laughs> <laughs> Connor is two and one at 170. One and one against Nate Diaz and knocked out Cowboy oh, in 30 seconds. Mocked Cowboy Cerrone. Do you know Cowboy was number five at that division? At that time? Yes. So, now does Connor seem better at 170? Well, uh, see, that's an interesting question faster. because he's a faster boxer than Kamar Usman. If Kamar Usman takes him down, it's over. Well, if how they, how tall is how tall is Usman? Is he six two? Five ten. No, Kamar Kamar Usman is not five ten. Five ten versus five seven with a lengthy five seven. No, McGregor's five nine, isn't he? I don't think so. You, I could be wrong. And I'm, 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 uh, I'm getting intern Mike. <laughs> getting intern Mike. Um, Jamie, pull it up. Yeah, Jamie. Usman's six he foot. It up. Usman's six, six foot. foot. Yeah, and McGregor's 5'8", listed at 5'8". So, I don't think Connor should win. No. Connor could. But I think how tall – Cowboy was 6'2", wasn't he? Cowboy was well. He's, he was taller than Connor. That's all that really matters. Get, yeah. We're about here. Cowboy. Okay. Cowboy was also six foot. Same thing. Same height. Same height. The kick goes. Damn, <laughs> that's crazy. Well, if he did that versus Kamar Usman, yeah, he would he win did. in forty seconds. Yeah. Jab straight, clinch, shoulder strike, shoulder strike, head kick. The fight's over. What's uh? What's the situation with our boy? Colby Covington. He at minimum has a bad concussion. He might have worse. From what? Jorge Masvidal. Jumping him in Miami? Yeah. Oh, shit. I, dude, I completely forgot they got into a fight after the fight. So it wasn't a fight. Uh, Colby was looking at his phone, and Jorge hit him in the back of the head and then the eye socket once. And then the mouth once, I think. He lost a tooth, and he has a brain-like injury, which I assume is a concussion. But I'm assuming it's a concussion. It could be worse. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's... Hit in the back of the head by a professional fighter. That's wild. It's a lot worse than me and you hitting someone in the back of the head. Definitely. Jorge knows how to throw a fucking hook better than anyone. Top top 50 in the world throwing left hooks, and he hit Colby in the back of the head with one when Colby was, like, unprepared for getting hit in the back of the head. Man. I think he should honestly be arrested, but that's because I'm a Colby fan. I think I, I think he was uh, he was charged. I don't know if he was arrested, but he was charged with aggravated assault and criminal mischief. Yeah, I wouldn't so, You know, who knows what's going to happen there. Yeah, it's the second person in the UFC he's attacked. Dude, I uh, 
Colby's Colby's funny. Colby's the best because Colby is only trying to be Colby. He's going like the WWE route of just talking shit to piss him off, and it works. (laughs) And like when he he's he's a little genuine too. Like Colby's not like a total douchebag. Oh, yo! Today I saw that. Um, what is it? Today I saw that Jake Paul wants to fight Mike Tyson. Box him. It's a great matchup. <laughs> Dude, oh. the problem with boxing is the rounds, and Jake Paul solved that. Boxing. Okay. Is traditionally 12 three minute rounds. Jake Paul did eight three minute rounds. A 24 minute fight is a lot more fun to watch than a 36 minute fight because they just take 12 minutes off. No one can fight for 36 minutes. No. So the, the shorter rounds are the best because it makes the fights go quicker. Who wants yeah, to watch th- okay. For over half an hour. Well, that's why I, that's why I love rough and rowdy, even though it sucks sometimes. Three one minute rounds is the cure. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, it's so funny. Yo, the people the headline those like that that guy uh, Shizat the Rizat. I knock out Shizat by the way. I knock out Shizat every time. You knock out Shizat the Rizat. <laughs> Call him out, bro. Bro, buddy throws a hook and puts his chin up. Watch it on the next one. <laughs> Max, you might have to get in the ring with Shizat the Rizat. No, Jack. Jack, we're we're men. He's a he's a, he's a baby. He's a baby man. He's like five six. Like, put me versus anyone five six. It doesn't matter. They're children, bro. They're children. Wow. Hey, let let's get you a bag. Let's get you a bag at Ralph and Rowdy. Like the. The rough and rowdy heavyweight guy, whatever that really pale guy is, he's legit. Oh, she, what's his name? She's that went to a boxing gym for six months when he was 20 years old. That's what it looks like. Dude's like 30. And he's from, I think, Brockton. I'd fuck him up. I don't care where they're from, bro. <laughs> Jake Paul proved the better training, the better you are. <laughs> True. Is do you think Rough and Rowdy's? Uh, I mean, sorry. Do you think Jake Paul's on some shit like some steroids or something? No, Logan Paul clearly is though. Jake okay. Paul wants to be pro, so he's not taking any right now. Is what I'm assuming. Logan Paul clearly on steroids. Do you know what he weighed in his last fight? What is he? Logan or Jake? Logan. Gotcha. He weighed in like 190. Damn. Fuck, you're telling me he's the same weight as me, bro? I got like 14 inch arms. But he walked into the ring with like 26 inch arms saying he's 190 natty. Okay. So the guy <laughs> we're the guy we're thinking of is Bobby Lang. Bobby Lang's well, Bobby Lang bo- is six and zero. He he has real boxing technique. Shizat puts his hands down to start the fight and starts throwing hooks. but Shizat does have two of the biggest knockouts in the history of Rough and Rowdy. I have two better knockouts. <laughs> Let's see them. Well, Where, Where are the better knockouts at, bro, bro? They're on the CSU rec security cameras. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you should try and get the footage. No, Jack. Oh. 
Dude, I felt bad, bro. I felt bad both times because I didn't mean to knock him out. Oh, you just kill him? It's easy, yeah. Both of them were bigger than me. Both of them weighed more. What? No way. Oh, Jack. <laughs> Jack. Jack. Me and you are gonna we're gonna I'm gonna teach you how to box this summer. I'll show you a lesson. Dude, definitely. I uh I don't know if I can because I'm just I got bad vision. It sucks. I wish I had better eyesight. Do you got three feet vision? Yeah, I think so. That's how far you punch. You don't need to look further than that. Oh, true. Yeah, I, I did pretty good without my glasses on one time. But besides that, I've been, I, I imagine it would be kind of ass not being able to see anything. It would just all be a blur. Yeah. My, my technique when I fight is there. everyone knows I grapple because it's on my Instagram. Right. They're all terrified of me taking them down. Because it wasn't – I don't take anyone down and they don't – no one stood up once I've taken them down in jiu-jitsu ever. Ever. Right. No one stands up because I just hug them. No one's standing up. And so they want to stay up. So they put their hands low and I just punch them in the nose like a hundred times. <laughs> it's, I, I beat an amateur boxer yesterday, 4 0 amateur. Come on, seriously? Oh, no, Jack, I'm good. <laughs> Let's well, go, it, dude. That it, gets me hype. That gets me yeah, hype. Jiu Jitsu amateur, I'm like 15 and three. If you if you look up Maximus Gorm, the first thing that comes up is my record fighting. Got you. Okay, I can vibe with that. Yeah. I I just I don't know if you could take Shiz at the Rizad. I mean, that's a he's <laughs> Jack. It's the same thing with street beefs. I would be the street beefs champion. Street beefs, dude. That takes me back. Just going down that YouTube rabbit hole. Well, I have been training with technique. Since the worst fight of any fight ever versus Rocco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I watched that shit back and it's just hilarious because he lands one good one. I'll give him that. I'll give he I'll give I'll give him the dub too. I'm, I'm I'll be generous with it. Yeah, yeah. And it's just the most boring shit for a minute and a half. <laughs> it's like Brady's Finsta if you can still find that. Dude. Throw fences are a throwback, dude. Bobby, I'm watching Bobby Lang right now. By the Bobby, way, Bobby Lang walks around 190. I'm 190. Bobby Lang is beating the brakes off this guy right now. Oh well, my he was god, on juice. he was on juice and stopped and he dropped 30 pounds. Oh my god, <laughs> bro, dude, Jack, I, watch that. Watch is that and record that every second his hands are up because there's zero. Um, one second. I'm sending you. Hold on. I'm gonna first send you the uh, the Bobby Lang, but then I want you. I want to send you Shazat the Rizat right now. I'll give Bobby Lang respect. He's pretty good for a five eight fighter. <laughs> Dude, Shazat the Rizat, I think literally knocked a mouth guard out of somebody's mouth and has had two walk like walk off KOs. Jack, and these are just hicks from Virginia, bro. I've had a walk-off liver shot knockout in the past six months. No, you, dude, like uh, like Ryan Garcia. Speaking of which, what's good with Ryan Garcia? When's he fighting? He signed up with Barstool, so I stopped following him because everyone in his weight class sucks. Ryan Garcia signed with Barstool? His last pay-per-view was 
through the Barstool app. Um, this next weekend, Barstool has another big boxer. I think it's Can- Barstool has Canelo this uh, next. Week. Well, no, they don't have Canelo, bro, bro. They're just they're doing the uh, commentary for uh, DAZN. Well, I feel like that. That's what I mean. Like they signed with them. And I don't. Is that signing with them though? I don't think that's signing. They just want. They're just like they're like, hey, these dudes are funny. Let's have them buy well, sell a shit ton of pay per views. Well, yeah, but I feel like Barstool probably got a percentage of it. Oh, they definitely yeah. got a, are gonna I get think it back. Brian Garcia and Canelo is boxing is good. It's the it's like the the sweet science. It's also Canelo fighting guys with five thousand Instagram followers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you know who Canelo's fighting next weekend? Who's Canelo? Oh, he's fighting somebody big, right? Do you know who Tyson Fury fought last weekend? I don't know him, but I know he, Tyson Fury beat the brakes off him. So, Jack, it was the heavyweight boxing championship of the world, and you don't know who fought last weekend. No. It's – well, boxing's dead. That's why. That's what I'm trying to prove. Well, yeah, I was – Well, no, it's that boxing's dead is – Dylan White versus Tyson Fury. No one knew who a Dylan White was. If Dylan I was at, if I was at home chilling, that. if I was at home chilling, I would have watched. There's no doubt in my mind. But I was at. Told you, terrible bro. Fight. I was a being a, fight. I was being a redneck. I was being a redneck at um, uh, Kenny Chesney. Well, Jack, this is the last one, by the way. Are you oh the Sixer. Let's go, dude. No, no, no. Don't use the bottle opener again, bro. You're going to piss me off. I told you it's a twist off. All domestics are twist offs. If anybody learns anything from one episode of the podcast. I learned a lot today, honestly. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. But, Jack, how many, how many, just, you don't have to try. A quick number, how many UFC champions can you name? Like three or four? Okay, let's think. Um... Oliveira right now. That one's off the top of my head. The heavyweight. You know the heavyweight, right? Heavyweight is big boy. It's Mignano. not uh it's not Derek Lewis. It's it's who's, who beat that one guy. Well, okay, Jack. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Is you he know, I know Israel Adesanya is one. Charles Oliveira. Um who's another one, bro? Usman, you know, you know Usman. You said Us, earlier. Uh, uh, Usman, and then um, Ngannou, and God. See, okay, those, those are the big names. I I completely forgot, but yeah, there's three UFC. I I remember seeing there's three UFC cha- champions from Africa right now. Now it's, name two boxing champions. Tyson Fury retired, so he's not champion. Oh, he's done. Really? I know. So I, oh, two. he's fighting. Isn't he fighting Ngannou though? With uh, boxing rules and MMA gloves. So Nganu said on an interview that day, nothing is official. Okay. I think that's what they're trying to do. That would be lit. Yeah. But uh, name, name a boxing champion besides Canelo. I dare you. Um, I can't. No, I don't know one. I couldn't tell you. I one. don't know one either, Jack. And I'm a fight fan. <laughs> I, I, um, I love big boxing match vibes too. And I couldn't tell you one. Can you name a single co-main event you ever watched the Boston? I think Ryan Garcia got bumped up to a co-main one time when I was watching, but besides that, that's it. Yeah, I think boxing's dead. It's I, think, I, I mean, I think, when 
I hate fuck Disney, but what they've done with the ABC and ESPN deal with, um, with the UFC has been like s- some of the smartest, most well put together marketing and just their whole. The UFC was already fine without the ESPN deal, but they've just elevated to such an upper echelon. Well, the UFC deal a year ago, what it is is forty events per year. They signed that the day before COVID, basically. COVID hit. They didn't do any shows for two months. And then they said, fuck, we have to go, we have to go a show every week till the end of the year. And that's what exploded the UFC being regularly. Yeah, they've uh doing the the fight nights in Vegas and just get getting those guys paid has been really and they they do they and occasionally they do it for free on ESPN. They just have it free. So ESPN Plus, you can ask me. I'll give you my membership. I'll send it to you anyway after this. Um, everything that's not a pay-per-view is free with ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus, if you buy a pay-per-view, it's $10 for a year because it's the pay-per-view, a year of ESPN Plus for $75. A pay-per-view is 65 Oh, that's lit. So I, I do that deal, and it's 10 bucks for a year. Yeah, that's huge. they're very smart i um (laughs) rip crack streams though but they they've been (laughs) i'll dm you some i'll dm you the next 10 best (laughs) dude dude dana Dana he got crack streams he got crack streams yeah he nailed crack streams i don't know if he nailed stream east but he nailed crack streams and he might have nailed buff streams too so buff streams and crack streams were the same organization, so they got clapped the same day. Those were Dude, my number one. And that the guys running those sites aren't they in like legal trouble for buying the pay per views and just showing them for millions of people? So I assume they threw on a VPN from their house. Yeah, they were in the middle of nowhere and got away with it. But I don't know. But I don't feel like I feel like it's a hard one to prosecute. Well, that's kind of sad because. Crack streams is what got me into UFC. Like I never even gave a shit. Even when we were like, I don't know, we, we were like 14 and McGregor was elevating it to that upper level. And I like, didn't, I didn't care. Oh, I was always, I was always told growing up that liking things was stupid and that you should just go to school or go to your job and just do it and then go home and just chill. And then if you like things too much, it was stupid. So yeah. Uh, the only reason I found out about the UFC is my grandpa liked watching fights. Yeah. And he showed me one day. I'm like, wait, what the fuck is this? I was watching WWE. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I, you, <laughs> you, you invited me over to watch the pay per view with, um, with, uh, Joe C and Ethan and a couple guys. And you were like, dude, like, there's this one guy that loves, uh, maga and shit and i was like oh Oh. (laughs) and then there's this other dude that hates him and i was like oh word i'll just go right down the street and watch yeah uh that was that was usman or no wow um khabib versus connor that was that night no it wasn't oh it was usman uh it was usman and covington the first one it was like december 2019 yeah that was bro take me back those were the days those are some of the great days, yeah. I know. I miss them. I miss them. Well, Jack, I think I'll chug this. We can end oh. it. All right. 
Let's, dude, you've been a great guest. Um, one of the best we've had. So, but uh, just to end off, I want your uh, couple of your best picks for the for the listeners. What are your best picks for this fight? Depending on your app, under four and a half rounds for Oliver Gaethje. Okay, I will hammer that with my life savings. <laughs> Neither of them are going the distance. If it's under three and a half, still take it. It'll probably be two and a half. Okay. Oliveira, if your bookie's good, my bookie has him minus 190, which probably means you're 170. Good good value in him. Uh, Got you. Okay. I love Tony Ferguson. I think he's going to get smacked, and Rose will win, but she's probably too big a favorite for it to be profitable. Gotcha. All right. So the under and Oliveira main event – and then Tony Fer- not Tony Ferguson money line. You uh, you love Tony Ferguson now. So the parlay is Chandler, Rose, Oliveira. That'll get you about plus three fifty. Pretty good. Chandler uh, is just gonna be sad to watch, and Oliveira is where you make your money. <laughs> All right, you heard it here first, folks. Well, Max, thanks for coming on, man. I'm uh. I'm, I love it, man. It, this is a great podcast. I'm stoked. And um, yeah, man, thanks for coming on. Thank you very much, Jack. All right. I will see you Good guys later. Yeah. Let's right. uh, keep keep loving and living in the free world. All right. I'll see yeah. you guys later. Peace. I don't talk at all. I'll make a corner I'm up that